All right. We're almost at the end of the week, which is uncharacteristic for this newsletter. So y'all know I got a story to tell. Before I get into it, though, I just want to say thank you so much because there's about a hundred of you who are newly subscribed since last week's edition. Welcome aboard. I'm Holly Coley Murchison, and you're listening to From Holly with Love. Today is Thursday, August 12th, 2021. Whew. Um, I know that the newsletter usually comes out on Mondays. And I know I sent y'all a note last week, like, yo, I'm taking a mental health day. I'm having a very difficult time. And uh, this week was no different. In fact, this week was like accelerated. And um, I kept telling myself across the week, like, yo, I'll record when I'm feeling better. I'll record when I feel a little cooled down. And the truth is I didn't cool down. I've been feeling enraged for the past few days. And I won't get into the details Um, but I am navigating a really complicated season with my family. Um, we're working through it. We are holding and loving up on each other. Um, and it's had me really pissed off. And, um, I've been sitting at my desk or coming to my desk, like, but you got to get from Holly with love out. It's got to be like loving. And I had to go back to what my personal definition of love is. Cause when I was coming to sit down, it's like, yo, Holly, you got to be cheerful and give the people flowers. And it's got to be, I was like, oh, wait, 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 wait. That's the rose colored glasses version of love. How I define love is actually the act of vulnerably, courageously, and unconditionally championing that which you are deeply committed and connected to. I'll say that again. Love to me, the verb is the act of vulnerably, courageously, and unconditionally championing that which you are deeply committed and connected to. And among several things, this From Holly With Love newsletter is something that I am deeply committed and connected to. And I just want to take a moment to give a shout out to Coley. I love you. Thank you. Uh, my wife has nudged me throughout the week like, all right, how what's up with the newsletter? Is it coming out? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to get to it. And she just gave me the space to be because she knew I was in my feelings. And um, But I appreciate the nudges because she knows that this is something that I care about and that I love to do. And I was like, okay, how do I get back into love the verb form? How can I take um, this fire that I'm feeling, right? Instead of digging myself deeper into a hole of anger, because I, I feel like I told y'all before, I got a lot of fire energy in my in my birth chart. And oftentimes when I'm feeling angry, I have urges to just stay in the anger. You know, y'all ever felt angry and you're like, ooh, I just got to stay mad. I just got to keep the mad. Um, feeling angry is one thing, but staying there, nah, it's just not a fruitful way of being. So I really started to think about how can I put that fire to good use? And yesterday I was um, passing my bookshelf across my desk and there was a book that jumped out at me and something called to me like, yo, you need to get that anger book. And I have a couple of books by this author, the Buddhist monk and peace activist Thich Nhat Hanh. And this particular one is called Anger, Wisdom for Cooling the Flames. I was like, you know what? I actually, I think I need that right now. And um, I was reading it this morning. And there's one passage that jumped out at me that I wanted to share with y'all. According to the Buddha's teachings, the most basic condition for happiness is freedom. Here, we do not mean political freedom, but freedom from the mental formations of anger, despair, jealousy, and delusion. These mental formations are described by the Buddha as poisons. 
As long as these poisons are still in our heart, happiness cannot be possible. In order to be free from anger, we have to practice. We cannot ask the Buddha, Jesus, God, or Muhammad to take anger out of our hearts for us. There are concrete instructions on how to transform the craving, anger, and confusion within us. If we follow these instructions and learn to take good care of our suffering, we can help others do the same. And that little notion, I was like, take good care of our suffering. I was like, okay, yeah, I gotta, I gotta get back. <laughs> I gotta get back to myself and take care of myself. And there have been a number of things that I've been uh, focusing my energy on this week. Um, shout out to my good friend and practitioner and therapist, Shirley Johnson. She is facilitating a self love sadhana this week. And we've been doing a series of, um, kriyas. So a series of poses that restore our love of self. And that's been a practice I've been doing since Sunday, one hour a day. It is completely shifting, you know, the way I feel for myself, the way I care for myself. And it's how I've been able to work myself out of this angry funk. So shout out to Shirley. I'm actually going to drop a link in um, this week's edition so that you can access Shirley's work if you feel yourself needing that call too. And shout out to my neighbors. I took a nice dip in their saltwater pool the other day. I've been writing every day, journaling every day. I've been crying every day, uh, getting what I need to get out of my system, which is the reason why I'm able to record today and not be sobbing. Though some days, you know what? Y'all might hear me sobbing. And what I'm getting at is I was so angry that I couldn't get around it. And I was still committed to putting together this like perfect newsletter for y'all. And I was just like, nah, I'm gonna keep it a buck. I know what my definition of love is. And I can be in that definition of love and keep it honest with y'all and say, I've been really, really angry these past couple of days, but I'm feeling much, much better. And that idea of anger and what we do with that energy is what I want to focus on in this week's edition of From Holly with Love. So before I get to this week's story, I want to give y'all a heads up about what to expect in this week's edition. So gifts for your growth. I am absolutely including this Thich Nhat Hanh book, Anger. And um, there's been a resurgence lately of folks buying my book, Tell Me About Yourself, Six Steps for Accurate and Artful Self-Definition. So I'm going to include a link in that too. I feel like so many of us are reimagining our narrative about who we are, why we do, what we value, and how that shows up in our bodies of work. I have a few copies left at home. I sign and ship copies every week with a personalized message and an option to have a one-on-one call with me around how to navigate the book. This week felt like a good week to include that. And then Fuel for the Week Ahead, there's this really fantastic interview that I watched um, while I was traveling last week on Hot 97 with Tyler, the creator. He's got a new album out and he opens up about his process, individuality, not caring about what other people think of him. And, you know, if you're familiar with Tyler or not, you know, he's had some racy stuff over the years. And I feel really inspired by his maturation over the past few years and how he clearly articulates his gifts, his talents, and, you know, how he chooses to be in the world. I thought that would be really useful for y'all too. And then uh, this week's Seven Bops playlist, music helped me tremendously this week, working through my feelings. So this week's Seven Bops playlist is the Melancholia edition. It's one of those playlists that you listen to when words won't do. It'll tug at your heartstrings. So if you're in need of a good cry and emotional purge, you can listen to it on Apple Music. Um, Okay. And so for this week's story, right? So I've been thinking about this notion of anger and what do we do with that anger instead of holding it in, in our bodies 
And it made me think about something wild that happened to me, Coley, Parker, and Cholula last week. Parker and Cholula are our dogs. So we take them on a walk every morning. They pull up on, on us in bed around 637 and we take them for a walk before breakfast. So we're tra-la-la-la-la, walking through the neighborhood. We had a fantastic walk. There's Parker in the background right now. We come back and it's um, our recycling and trash pickup day. So we are ready to pull our trash cans back down the long driveway. We have this really long driveway that leads to our house. So when we get to the driveway, we take the dogs off leash so they can run to the house, be on the yard, frolic, live their best lives. And going down the driveway, there are these bushes to the right and left with all sorts of shit in there. Rabbits, squirrels, you know, bees and and the like. So Parker and Cholula stop kind of midway down the driveway and they're sniffing about. And I see Cholula emerge back into the driveway with her tail tucked between her legs. So I'm like, something's up with Luli. So I, I walk down toward her and I see what looked like. OK, let me pause. I'm going to issue a trigger warning here. If you are someone who is sensitive about insects or you have allergies to insects, just fast forward like three minutes. Okay, I'm going to just give you a pause, give you a second to fast forward. Okay, cool. So I walk up to Lula and I look down and it looks like a bunch of like bumblebees on her back, like seven or eight of them. So I reach down and I, I start to brush them off and they're not coming off. So I take my hat off and I'm just like trying to dust them off her back. So I turn back to Coley. She's pulling the recycling bin and one trash bin. I'm like, Coley, there's bees on Lula's back. Just put the cans down. You got to come on. She leaves the cans and comes down. I'm swatting them off Lula's back. And of course, I've pissed them off, right? So these weren't bees. These are yellow jackets, a form of wasps. So they're stinging Lula. They're stinging me now because I'm swatting at them. So it's sending a signal to the rest of the colony like, yo, pull up. So I'm swatting them off Lula. Coley's like, we got to run. She's like, run. And when I tell y'all we have a long driveway, it's about the length of uh, maybe a football field, right? That's the length of our, the length of the distance from our mailbox to the end of our driveway. So we are sprinting down this driveway now the the yellow jackets are on Parker, they're on Lula, they're stinging me, they're stinging Coley. And yellow jackets, unlike bees, can sting you multiple times. So they're still on our trail. So we have a hose on our front yard where we water the garden and the flowers and stuff. Coley's plan is to bring the babies to the hose so we can get the yellow jackets off them. I take my bucket hat off again. I'm swatting the yellow jackets off the babies. Fortunately, it was kind of chilly that morning, so I wore like a zip-up Sherpa so my arms were safe. But these fucking yellow jackets start stinging my head, right? I mean, obviously, they're like, we're going to sting wherever we can get skin. So Coley's hosing the babies down. We get to the end of the driveway. We've almost got them all off. They're still there. I mean, these things will follow you until they feel like it is safe enough distance. So I'll rewind back a little bit. What Coley noticed when we were coming up to the house was that a branch had fallen. Yellow jackets' nests are underground. So we think a branch hit their nest, pissed them off. The dogs were over there. They were like, yo, anybody could get it. And they popped off one Lula and Parker. So, okay, we're back. So we run to the front of the house. Coley's like, take your clothes off. I'm like, okay. So we are stripping down in front of our home, taking the clothes off so all of the remaining yellow jackets can stay. We get in the house. We check everybody out. We're like, 
whoa, um, that was hella intense. Lula's hiding under the bed. There's a yellow jacket stuck in her harness. We got to fish that one off. Everybody gets a Benadryl. We're checking everybody out. Like, are you okay? Calamine lotion's getting applied around the bend. I'm just like, yo, my head is stung up. They got my edges, like all around my edges, this yellow jacket stings. So we recoup. The babies just like nap for like the rest of the day. And Coley and I are just like shocked and stunned. And like now we can like laugh and joke about it. Me being the person I am, I'm immediately like, yo, there has to be a reason why that that happened. So I'm on my keyboard like, what's the spiritual meaning (laughs) of yellow jackets attacking you? So I'm Googling it and it's like, it says you got to do your spiritual work. It says, you know, don't be afraid to go after your dreams. And I'm like, you know what? Them things really know how to take their anger and apply it to something. It made me start to think if yellow jackets are this breed of insect that vigorously defend their nests, I started internalizing like, yo, what are you willing to vigorously defend? Or what are you willing to vigorously champion, right? Coming back to that definition of love, the act of vulnerably, courageously, and unconditionally championing that which you are deeply committed and connected to. I thought to myself, can I get my yellow jacket on and bring that kind of energy to to things that I love and things that I believe in? And and reflecting on that story over the past couple of days as I've been working through my own rage has been like, oh, yeah, I can turn that energy into something else. And that's what I offer y'all this week. I just felt last Thursday when it happened, I was like, yeah, I know this is what I got to bring to From Holly with love. Um I know this is what I got to bring to From Holly with Love this week. I just didn't know how it would make sense (laughs) until I started to feel into my own rage. And so I offer that to y'all. You know, what are you willing to vigorously fight for in the name of love? And what are you fighting for that you need to let go of right now? What have you been vigorously pouring energy to that you know no longer serves you? What do you need to let go of? So I'll leave y'all with that this week. It's Thursday, so y'all are going to hear from me again this coming Monday. As always, I'm sending y'all nothing but love. If you feel like this newsletter is useful or adds a little more light or joy to your day, to your life, please forward it to a friend or a loved one, and I'll see y'all on Monday.